So let me start off by saying I got stuck in Paris. Hello, friend. Hello, distant DNA relative. How are you? It's been a bit, but if you listened carefully to what I said when I last did an episode, I said I was going to do some YouTube shorts. I knew I was going to be traveling internationally, and I told you that. And so with time change and Wi-Fi challenges and all the excellent plans I had to film at these different locations, I figured let's just do some shorts so my friends can know I'm thinking about you and that you would have a minute of inspiration. I hope you got to see them. If not, you can still check them out. They're on the YouTube channel, A Place for Joy, but not on my audio podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are going to be doing something a little bit different today. I'm just having a conversation with you like I usually do, a chat, life and faith chats, but I'm telling you a story and it's no specific conclusion. I'm just sharing with you. So how does someone get stuck in Paris? You're about to find out. Stay tuned. This is a four-part saga. And by the way, it was not Paris, Kentucky. I've been to Paris, Kentucky. But I've also been to France multiple times, and that was not my final destination. Where was I headed? I was headed to Nairobi, Kenya. And this is how our story begins. So sit back. I hope you have a few minutes. To listen to me share about my unexpected adventures as I traveled internationally recently. For some reason this year, I've traveled quite a bit and I believe them to be God kisses. And you might be saying, what are you talking about? I lost my best friend this year. I lost my mother this year. Um, was she the vibrant person that she used to be? No, but she was my mommy. And someone who loved traveling and literally traveled all over the world. The Lord has just been extra patient, extra loving, and just given me so many different little God surprises. It's as if he's been saying, I am here. I am with you. Because the Bible says, when your father and mother forsake you, and some of that forsaken is through death, the Lord says, I'm there and I pick you up. So I've had all these really fun trips and they haven't been to necessarily new places, but they were just extra special. The different places I've been allowed and graced to go to this year. But I've never been to East Africa. And another thing is just me. You know how I, get, I have all these different wirings and quirks. I, for some reason, always wanted to see the Indian Ocean and not because it has some special rocks or elements in it. It probably does, but not that I was going scuba diving. I just, you know, I lived near the Atlantic, blessed to see it, to be able to grow up really close to it, to be able to actually see it from our back porch. Blessing, things that you take for granted to walk and be on the beach and grow up near it. I don't swim, but just enjoy the water. I've said that before. And then 
blessed to visit and be, you know, see the Pacific Ocean. And so for some reason, in the back of my mind, I was like, Lord, we need to do the Indian Ocean. I have not tagged in the Arctic Ocean, just so you can know. But it was a blessing that I was able to go to accompany my husband on a business trip for him, vacation for me. And so our trip began really the planning for this trip. Remember, I'm just talking, but stick with me, please. The planning for this trip started two years ago. And for those of you who choose not to or fast forward, don't do that. I want you to know that I guess the main thing that I got, because there were so many lessons along the way, getting to where I thought I wanted to go, which is where I ended up. And it was wonderful. Nairobi and Mombasa. So many lessons in between. But, 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 but. Here's the main thing I want you to know. That God is always in the ordinary, what we think details of everyday life. And if we're not careful, if you don't get anything from this, we miss him in what we call the ordinary, in the busyness and in the challenges and in the blows that come to us that we don't expect. And in those prayers that we pray and things get worse, we can miss God if we're not careful and if we're not praying for the Holy Spirit to sensitize us. So if you want to know the overall arching theme of these next few conversations, you just heard it. And that's it. I could stop here, but I won't because I need to give you details. Okay. And at some point you will see me just stop. And that just means part one is over and we've started a busy season of the year and you've got a lot to do. So you can listen to me without watching or you can watch me and see what's going on. It's just my hands moving and me talking. But for part one, let's start. So two years plus ago, we planned for this trip. Um, a specific university, an American International University in Nairobi, and they were having their meeting. And I don't want to give all the details because that's not the point of my story, but that's how I got there. You know, there's always a backstory. And um, remember, again, I was accompanying my husband. The trip was postponed, in my mind, canceled due to the pandemic. So everything shut down. Um, I was one of the first people to say, give me back my money to the airlines because I'm like <laughs> not going to go somewhere and get stuck. We didn't know what was going on. Wisdom, eventually the whole thing was postponed. And in my mind, I always thought canceled. Um, well, it came up again this year and my husband was like, do you want to go? So I buy my ticket in July. I get things straight. There is always preparation, especially when you're taking a trip. I don't care if you go into Walmart down the street. There's preparation. You need to make sure you got gas in your car, purse. You need your things. You need to prepare for where you're going. Um, we do that better in some areas than other areas. But here I am, you know, I've done stuff. I've got the visa, had to prepare for that. That was a trip in itself too. We'll talk about that another time. Um, I've got the visa to enter. 
I have um, malaria tablets. I am from the continent. I haven't been for a while, but I've got enough sense to know you prepare for certain things. So I've done that. I've packed. I've gotten things together. I'm excited. I'm going to see Kenya. I've never been to East Africa. I'm from West Africa. There is a difference. Africa is the second largest continent. We don't all speak the same thing, eat the same thing. There's a difference between the West, the East, the North, the South. We're the same people, just like how we are people all over the world, but there are distinct differences. So I'm going to Kenya. I'm excited. I've watched a lot of vlogs. And now I get to the airport. And when I go to get in line, I've got everything. Long line, my goodness. And I'm like, all these people are getting on this flight. Um, very interesting, the ethnicities of people all getting on this flight. And I'm like, wow. And I'm watching. It's finally my turn. I get up there. And the young man tells me, he said, um, I can't check you in. And I'm like, why? And by the way, my husband is in a different line because he's business class. I'm coach. They sent for him. I'm invited by my husband. So I'm just accompanying him. So different treatment. You know, in life, how we have different paths. That's a story in itself. So I'm there, Bob. We still go into the same place. And I get there and the man tells me, and this, by the way, I'm going to talk about them and it's not going to be favorable. This is Delta Airlines, who is partners with Air France. And I booked and my flight is on Air France. This is at the Air France counter. He says, Delta has booked you where you five or six persons in the computer. We cannot check you in. And I'm like, what? I don't know what they're talking about. And I said, okay, please fix it. And he said, no, we can't fix it. You have to go to Delta to get it fixed. And I'm like, aren't your partners? And he said, ma'am, you see those people sitting over there? They did the same thing. It's like, basically move on. You're supposed to be partners, no kind of cooperation. And he's like, ma'am, you know, just go. When you come back, we'll get it straight. I'll be here. I'm like, huh? I see my husband is still up there and he's there for a while. And I get out of the line. The man basically has waved me up because there are hundreds of people waiting to board this flight. We're not late yet. And I get out of the line and my husband's like, what? He said, what do they want you to do? I said, I have to go to Delta. Well, Delta is next door. Delta is in a different terminal of this airport. They tell us to just go downstairs and get on the van. They oversimplify this. We go, we wait for a van to get over to Delta. There's another line, okay? Get in the line. My husband at this point is checked in. Business class. And he said, they said the same thing to me that they had me book five times. He said, but they straightened it for me. Why didn't they for you? Different stories in life, different leans. We get there and then finally get up there. Time's ticking because a flight leaves at a certain time. And the person tells me, ma'am, you're not in the computer. And I said, what are you even talking about? I said, I just left that place. And they said I was there five times. And they're like, there's no record of you. 
you're not in the computer. And I was like, what? So apparently this is me filling in whatever this young man did, whatever he was trying to do, this man deleted me from the computer. I'm not, no record of me, according to the person looking at it. And I'm like, that's impossible. So my heart's dropping, the time's ticking. And I'm like, seriously, when you're going through certain things, you're like, but God, I did pray. So I take out papers that my husband had printed out the, in my entire itinerary and his. Now, mind you, backstory, when he was printing out all these papers, I was like, why are you printing out all those papers? It's all on the computer. That might be something for somebody in terms of records. I said, there's no need for you to waste all this paper and all this stuff. But he had printed it. He had a copy and he had made me a copy. I take out these papers and I said, this has all my information. I said, and I didn't make it up. See where it says Delta.com? I don't have y'all whatever to be able to do this. So now she looks at me and she goes and she's like, yeah, you are in the company. Yeah. So now she gets serious. She calls somebody who I had called when they told me that at Air France and we're going through this. May I tell you that took a while and a lot of listening to music and someone finally comes on and she's saying, but she has the information and they double check some other computer and they're like, oh yeah, 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 we can get it straightened. And they straighten it. But at this point, I'm looking at the clock and I'm looking at their computer stuff and I see it's blinking that this plane is boarding. And that blinking means at a certain time, boarding is done. So I tell my husband, I say, go. Because he has to be at a meeting the following day. It's a paid for conference. I'm just on a vacation. Um, none of this expected. None of this has ever happened before. That's why I told you I've traveled before. Um, and this thing is blinking. And then this lady says, she said, it's all straight in the computer now, but you're not going to get on that flight. She said it's 30 minutes to boarding. By the time you take this and go back, you can't. And I told my husband, go and I said, how are you going to connect though? I don't want you to miss this flight. Well, he has clearances. So he's all cleared. He can run through from any gate and whatever connection to be able to, to get through, to finally get through to the things. All of those things are spiritual lessons with clearances and connections and all these things. I do not have those clearances because I keep trying to do my TSA and putting it off. Different stories, having things in straight. Thank God for my paperwork because remember, it wasn't in the computer to prove my point. But now they got me straight. I have to go back. And I get out there. They say to take a van. The van does not show up. I learned from the people waiting that the van has not shown up. Nobody knows what's wrong. And I see a taxi driver waiting for someone. I beg with desperation, please take me to the next terminal. That's how far it was in terms of with this, the hugeness of this airport. Could you please get me to the next terminal? It's not around the corner. I can't run to do it. I need four wheels. So he said, we'll wait for a few minutes. I was... It was an Uber. He said, somebody sent for me. He sees my desperation. He waits for five minutes. He said, ma'am, let's go. And we go. So just to get to another terminal, $10. 
But okay, I go running and I get to Air France and nobody, when I say nobody, nobody's there. Everybody's gone. I get a call from my husband and he's like, where are you? They're on, he's on the flight now. And I said, there's nobody here for Air France. Nobody. I said, they've straightened it, but there's nobody to help me. And he said, what? And I said, where are you? And he said, there's a delay. He said, we're on the flight, but we're not going anywhere. We're at the gate. And the music is still on from Delta. And eventually somebody comes on. Okay, we're going to stop for now because we have to keep this going through December because you've got to hear about my adventures and I haven't gotten to Nairobi yet. I'm still in Texas at the Air France counter. Nobody's there. Delta messed me up. No accountability, no apology. And there I am. And I'm praying for my sisters in the Lord have prayed for me. I will end by saying this. Was I discouraged? Yes. Was I crying on the inside? Yes. Was I wondering whether I was supposed to take this trip? Yes. I was very confused because at this point I've gone back to first there was a pandemic. Now this, this has never happened before. Lord, what's going on? Was it silent? Yes. There was no thus saith the Lord. And I was trying to figure out, and I'm stuck at the airport and there's nobody to even fuss with. And the folks playing music for me on the telephone and they haven't gotten on. And by the way, when I did go to the Delta counter, they paid, played music for that young lady too, for a while. And there's a flight. So friends, thank you. We're not done. You need to come back to find out if I got on that flight. I did eventually get to the night, but just one, two, three, But you need to come back. I want you to go on this journey with me. Just a conversation. I want you to also pick up lessons because life is so interesting and there's so many different curves. But God is faithful and he is in the details. Thank you for joining me. Bring a friend back. Please thumbs up the video. It helps for YouTube to know that you like what you're listening to. And if for nothing else today, if it didn't encourage you, I hope it entertained you. But I hope it also encouraged you to know that God is in our details and that the story isn't over because he never writes our stories to end in failure. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming back to check me out, even though I've been gone for a little bit. And I do hope you saw some of the shorts and we'll see you next week. It won't be two weeks because we have to continue this story. Bye for now. Thumbs me up now. Peace.